Good everybody. This is Freddie Forte, and welcome to You Didn't Ask for My Opinion. Um, man, <laughs> so uh, if you follow me on Facebook, which you know, if we're, we're friends on Facebook, whatever, you've seen some of the things I posted in regards to some events that happened a few months ago um, that are starting to come to light now with uh, Ahmad Arbery um, and how he was jogging in the neighborhood, and a couple of individuals apprehended him uh, wanted to see what he was what was going on they were under the impression that he was a burglar and he fit the description of a burglar they followed him with weapons and when approaching him he tried to get away from them a scuffle ensued and as someone filmed the whole thing at that point uh, a few shots were fired and Ahmad Arbery is no longer here. And, uh, you know, I don't know why it uh, hit me as hard, other than the fact that the district attorney or a prosecutor, sorry, said that it was self-defense, said that they were under their rights to do what they did. And no one said a word about this or didn't go any further about it for two months because of the coronavirus. But now it's starting to pop up and a lot of people are speaking out. And so that's what I want to talk about. To the individuals who actually have spoken out on what's going on, thank you. And I'm not talking about uh, black people. I'm talking about those of you who are not uh, black. I'm talking about those of you who... are stepping out and saying something to people who probably don't want to hear what you have to say. And these are the individuals who are along the lines of, well, if he just did this, he would be alive. Or, well, if he didn't do anything wrong, if he just complied, everything would have been okay. Or the people who are just like, if someone did something like that to me or my family, I would have done the same thing. Now, I'm not just pulling this out of thin air. In less than 24 hours, I've seen that same argument all three of those things said. And it's really sad. But then it goes even further. You have individuals who say black people get killed more by black people. They get killed more by their own people. Or I don't see anyone being outraged when a black person kills a white person. Or if you're going to call out one, call out all. That's extremely frustrating. Let me explain why it's frustrating. Imagine this October, I'm getting ready to celebrate my my oldest child's sixth birthday. And we got the balloons out, we got a jumper. We already got our birthday you know, idea planned now. Granted, if we're all still inside, this will probably won't happen, but let's just say we do get it going. And we got the party and everything's going. And we invite a lot of people. And we're trying to make people aware, hey, party, celebration, yada, yada, all this other stuff. 
And one person gets offended and says, well, what about my child's birthday? My child's birthday was, you know, seven months ago. Why didn't we celebrate that? Why didn't you talk about that? Or let's celebrate their birthdays together. Let's discuss their birthdays. Let's have fun with their birthdays together. Since, you know, they both have birthdays. Everybody has a birthday. Why not celebrate my birthday? Yada, yada. Here's, here's the issue with that. First off, I'm a grown man and I can do what I want. Second of all, I'm not responsible for your child. I'm responsible for mine. And if you want us to celebrate your child's birthday, send us an invitation and we'll be there. If you want us to partake in an event you have, give us the information and we'll consider it. But at the end of the day, that burden is yours, not mine. So let's bring it back. Why do I not speak out about white people killing white people or black people killing black people? First off, I'm not for violence of any kind. And if it's black on black violence, I'm not a fan of it either. Don't assume that just because you hear me speaking out for, you know, injustice of, you know, things that happen within the system that my heart doesn't go out to everybody. But my burden is specifically for people I interact with daily to hear and understand why this is wrong. Why? Because a lot of those people are individuals who say, well, if he complied, everything would have been fine. A lot of those people are the ones who say, well, if he didn't have anything wrong, if he didn't do anything wrong, he shouldn't have ran. These are the individuals who that's your mindset. That's how you feel. And this is a big reason why there's so much separation in this country. It's a big reason why there's so much separation in the church. We are supposed to be the body of Christ and we don't act like it. And it's extremely frustrating. It's exhausting having to say the same things over and over again. So when you say, if you're going to call out the murders of this here, why don't you talk about all murder? I don't hear you talking about these things. Great. You know what? I agree 100%. I don't talk about all those things. But on top of that, you don't either. You're not outraged when a white person kills a white person. So why are you now all of a sudden wanting me to have a burden you don't even share? But if it is something that you're passionate about, make me aware of it. Let me stand with you so that we can fight this battle together. But you know what that means? When I need you, I need you to stand there with me so that we can fight this battle together. Because if you are an individual who is not African-American and these things don't happen to you on on a daily basis or at all, you cannot tell me how to live. You cannot tell me how to feel. Because the fact of the matter is, you don't know a doggone thing about me. And you don't know anything about those around you that have my skin, whether or not you're related or good friends or anything like that. Spare me that I have black friends speech. That means absolutely nothing when it comes down to when something happens to an African-American, they deal with it and handle it a lot different than you may have. You can't use the, man, I've been pulled over and been harassed by cops before too. Fine. It doesn't hit the same way for you. Because for you, I'm pretty sure if you get pulled over and you get harassed, the only thing that's going through your head is when this is over. What's probably not going through your mind is, will I survive this? Freddie, that's extreme. That's stupid. You're doggone right. 
It's taken everything within me to keep my language the way it is. But yes, you're absolutely right. That is extreme. That is crazy. Welcome to being a black person. I'm a racist. And even though I am pro-black, it doesn't mean that I'm not pro-white or pro-anything else. But I am a black man. I have a white wife and I have mixed kids and I ask for the problems that I'm going to get. And you know what? I will accept them and I will take everything, every bit of it on. All I ask is when you hear me speak about something, use your ears, use your eyes, hear what I'm saying, read what I'm saying, process what I am saying. And if you still have questions, ask questions. But what you're not going to do is try to tell me how to feel. What you're not going to do is try to tell me how I should process things. You will not tell me what stance to take. You will not tell me to call out everything. Because we can play that game. Two can play that game. I'll ask you to call out everything too, starting with the things that are really near and dear to me. On my Facebook status yesterday, I said, I ride my bike every single day. We didn't ride it yesterday because I rode about eight miles the day before. Three different bike rides, did eight miles. I've never rode eight miles in my life. And I had a blast with it. My legs are hurting, so we didn't go yesterday. But outside of yesterday, I've gotten on my bike and have done a ride at least nine times in the last week or so. And every time I see a new neighbor, because we just moved to Boca, Boca Raton, Every time I see a new neighbor, I'm like, hey, how's it going? Hi. You know, I'm waving. I'm having a fake smile. I don't like smiling all the time. And I'm tired. But I still do it. Why? Because I don't want to become a hashtag. I don't want someone to automatically assume because I'm riding in a neighborhood, looking at the houses, trying to get familiar with the area that I'm in, that I want something from you. I don't. I got everything I need in this family that I have, in this house that I have. Now, we might look at some ideas because we're trying to remodel our house. We're in a 40-year-old home. We're trying to remodel some things. We might look at some of the landscaping and see, hey, this is what we want. Because right now, our house is kind of plain Jane. That's not a crime. But you better believe that I'm going to make sure everybody knows who I am. And that I'm here. I, I live in a neighborhood. Why do I do that? Because my wife doesn't need to be a widow and my kids don't need to be without a dad. And if that's extreme and bizarre to you, stand with me so we don't have to worry about that anymore. I got a lot of good responses. I got a lot of good you know, feedback in regards to what I said yesterday. And that's not the purpose of why I said anything you know, of what I said yesterday. The whole purpose of me speaking out is to make people aware and to ask for your help. Because at the end of the day, if something ever does happen to me, someone has to stand up for me. We gotta stand up for voices that can't stand up for themselves anymore. Mom's gonna be 26 tomorrow, May 8th. He's gone. So in his memory, a lot of us are gonna go out, walk, jog, ride a bike, something for two plus miles in his honor and my hope is that you can do so as well at the end of the day this isn't about the the jog or the walk or anything like that 
It's about making this man's name known and making this country aware that this has to stop. It's not the first, and unfortunately, he won't be the last. And I'm not the first person to bring it up, and I won't be the last. But I hope that my friends that are listening to this, that if you haven't said anything before, that you start saying things now. Because it's no longer a good thing to be silent. If you're silent, you are a part of the problem. If you have questions, get at me, reach me. And if I don't have the answer, I will talk to some of my friends who are a lot more well-educated in these issues and get some answers to you. But at the end of the day, we're in this together. So you just let me know. Thank you for listening. And I hope that, you know, you guys got something out of what I shared. And uh, please, please feel free to reach out. This is Freddie Forte. You didn't ask for my opinion, but I gave it to you anyway. Thank you.